And we're back. We're back. It's been a while. Holy <laughs> fuck, it's been a long time. I think it's been two and a half weeks since we recorded. Because we recorded in July. We had one we had one day to record two episodes before that was, that was, I got back from New York. Oh my god. I came over that here was hard. Half dead. We recorded two episodes and then you left the next day. I also I wasn't even done packing and We were packing while we were yeah, talking. Was and so- I was like, Can I go now? <laughs> I'm so that tired. It's terrible. But yeah, no, I feel like it's been months. It's been a full lifetime for me. Yeah. Well, you had a lot going on. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we're so excited to be back. If you guys forgot, this is MMA. Yeah. Mediocre Millennial Advice. My name is Terry Deal. And my name is Caitlin Nazaradin. And welcome back. We sound great. <laughs> it's Ter- a big Tara's deal for parents us. got us microphones for Tara's in birthday. Case you and guys us didn't, got case, us microphones for in Tara's birthday. In case you guys birthday. didn't know, my birthday was very recently i made it very public it was psa of the whole world it really was was my birthday it's more of a birthday month you're one of those people and we sound effing great now so (laughs) thank you david and nancy we're stoked and hopefully you guys will enjoy listening to us more thanks for coming along with us on this nice and clear voices we sound beautiful yeah oh yeah (laughs) well caitlin highs and cries baby i'm ready give it to me my cry is that my work I originally my job I was supposed to go we were supposed to have a winter conference in London in December Wee. that is no longer happening Wah. which is really Wah. sad because <laughs> originally I had this whole plan of going to London and then from London like extending my trip for work and going to Portugal uh-huh. and this whole thing oh, and this then very similar. <laughs> and then Tara was like guess what I'm doing I'm gonna go to London <laughs> then Portugal and then she came back told me all this stuff I should do and then this morning I read an email they're like yeah we're not doing that this year and I was like uh, okay so basically I stole your <laughs> Just, trip from you, you really I hijacked did. your trip I texted Tara and I was like well I'm glad one of us had fun at the trip I didn't get to go I on truly hijacked your trip that's so funny I mean so, we'll get around to my beautiful beautiful yeah, stories so I can I just rub it in your face it was just, more but. she's been talking about like oh you should do this this and I'm like oh yeah I'm not, I'm not going anymore but that was that was cool that you did that um, I feel so bad. It's, so, it's fine. I mean, the cool thing is that I will have now the time in December to just take off and go somewhere by myself, I guess, which would be cool. So I hopefully, mean, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll figure something out. London, I definitely want to go London to was great, but you don't need them. I don't need, you don't need them. the UK. Yeah. Get out of Who here. Who needs them? <laughs> and then my high would be probably just this weekend. I feel like oh probably terrible. We had. A really good weekend for Terry's birthday. We got nine girls together, had a weekend in downtown, got a hotel room. And it was just like one of those I'm personally, every time I've ever hung out with a group of girls, there's been some kind of drama. There's been some kind of split in yeah. the group. Yeah. And this time it was smooth sailing the entire time. Honestly, every time this group gets together, I am shocked. Genuinely yeah. shocked. Well, and we, we've talked about this before where we're always nervous to throw birthday events or yeah, anything just because typically not fun i have like me and you both have so many like i have my friends from jamba i have my yeah. friends from high school college all this kind of stuff and i'm always like they range from ages literally 19 to 28 some yeah. of them have kids 
some of them are married, so it's just like, oh, this is just going to be Not going to work, yeah. But it's nice because all of these girls were single, mm-hmm. which was neat. We're all kind of in the same age group, but, like, they're your friends from kind of, like, different parts of your lives, so I feel like it was really fun. Yeah, but, it, it truly, not to say that any of my other birthdays have been shitty, but there's always been some kind yeah. of, like, bump in the road yeah. that has been uncomfortable for me or made it someone else yeah. feel uncomfortable, and this was the first birthday where I felt like everyone was very mature, yeah. happy to be there, ready to have fun, yeah. excited. And then, I mean, yeah, it was about drinking, but if you didn't want to drink, you didn't have to yeah. drink. And there, I had friends that didn't drink. It was yeah. just a really, really good time. And then, I mean, I don't want to hijack your highs and cries, but there's a lot of really fun moments and, like, really, it just made me so happy to see a lot of friends of mine, like, all walks yeah. of life come together. And it honestly was emotional for me. Like, it's just... It was. It makes me so happy that girls can be friends with each other yeah I mean, and we got we because i was trying to get people a lot of these girls obviously all these girls work so yeah. they're in school yeah so trying to get a group of girls together to take the weekend off and essentially yeah just it's hard and it, i mean what it was nine of us yeah yeah it's virtually impossible to have nine people have their weekends line up and this is the second time the majority got, yeah, of the group has gone together lucky. so it's just yeah it was really really nice yeah and then sunday four of us came back here and tara has a beautiful backyard and we just like honestly laid by the pool to probably like 5 30 in the afternoon we were just chatting and chatting and it's funny because they left it was just me and tara and tara's mom came over and she was like yeah i kept walking and thinking there was gonna be a lull but yeah you guys just kept just kept lots of things to say yeah we just like caitlin and i have a podcast god damn it (laughs) yeah i'm like well we're talkers all we do is talk i guess but what about you i mean i know yours but i mean okay so my highs and cries for the week whoa um i guess i feel like i have to do highs and cries of my trip and the past week my trip was 10 days so the past two episodes that have come out i've been gone which is so wild because i would wake up and it would be the next day for like you guys and then all of a sudden the episode would be out and i'm like oh shit and then i was like going to sleep it was just so confusing all the time but um yeah, I'm t- thanks for listening the past couple of weeks. And if you're new, welcome. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. But yeah, I obviously, if you follow me on Instagram, I went to Portugal and London with two of my really good girlfriends. And it was just such a good, wholesome time. And yes, we drank a lot. Yes, we ate a lot. Yes, we walked around a lot. I feel like that's what everyone does when they go yeah overseas if they're from the u.s but um it was just like i i genuinely couldn't have planned a better trip for us um i mean it wasn't all me planning it but especially the three of us like we're we get along well but we weren't like the three of us weren't tight friends in college it would be like me and then the girl we were visiting were really close and then danny the girl that flew out with me we were friends, but we weren't, like, best friends. So it was just – it could have been hit or miss. Like, we could have been, like, surface-level friends and then just, like, been, like, whatever, we're going on this trip. But um, I think all of us bonded in a very interesting, cool way. And I know I'm kind of rambling now, but um, in terms of highs and cries, my cry for the whole trip really wasn't until we flew home. And pretty, pretty much – 
this is a, just a PSA to fuck British Airways. <laughs> British Airways, I, I got so many positive reviews from friends that have flown with British that I was stoked, like so excited for the meals, for the movies, just the service. So the flight there was great. I honestly was kind of nervous about that like 10 hour 11 hour flight it was the longest flight I've ever been on and I took two melatonin like almost instantly watched a movie and a half and knocked out and woke up with like an hour left of the flight so the flight there was awesome the flight back um Danny and I got split up so we couldn't sit next to each other because well this is just I mean ridiculous we show up and pretty much I the whole airline had this like IT crash in the morning. So they kind of lost all of our flight information. And like if we had assigned seats, like they lost all of it. So we had to wait through this super long line to get our boarding passes in general. They gave us this $5 or five. What is it? The fucking euro? No, it's not the euro. I feel like an idiot. Oh, it's a, the pound. <laughs> You, she, you should see I her face. She just She said, what am I? She said, the five. and just stopped. I was like, the freeway? <laughs> it's a pound. Uh, we got five pounds. And which just like paid for yeah. our breakfast. Like, which was fine. Um, finally got our gate information after like just an hour and a half of waiting. And our flight was delayed another hour and a half. It was just a nightmare. So at that point, Danny and I are both realizing that we're going to miss our connecting flight from Houston to LAX, which we already were going to arrive in LA at like 10.30 p.m. We're going to be exhausted. Like, we're just not ready for it. But realizing, okay, we're not going to get home until even later now. This is going to be a long travel day. Okay. So we talked to the British Airways reps at the gate, and they're like, okay, well, when you're in the air, we're going to reassign you to another flight. And it's going to all work out. So don't worry about it. We like we're taking care of you. Of course, in their British accents, we trusted them <laughs> with our our lives, our luggage. Um, and then we had this 10 hour flight separated. And I was next to a mom that was talking to her kids the whole time. The like it was definitely an older plane. So the um, the TV monitors were a little bit janky and mine kept like turning yeah. on and off. I couldn't sleep. I slept for maybe an hour and a half of like the 11 hour flight. So just everything that could have gone wrong kind of did. And then Danny is six foot one. Like she's very tall girl. And the girl in front of her immediately like seat back, fully back. Danny was the last row of the plane right next to (laughs) the restrooms. So she couldn't. The smallest amount of space. So I felt so bad for her and she couldn't like put her seat back so she was just kind of fucked the whole flight um she started her period on the flight like terrible cramps i felt so bad for her poor girl icing on the cake just the trip it was so well it's so funny because the whole trip nothing went wrong other than us not being able to get into our airbnb once but then we made it work like nothing went went wrong so this was of course like okay yeah back to reality here we go. The USA. Yeah. Thank you. And of course, we get off this flight. No rep waiting for us. Baggage claim. No one waiting for us. There was one other girl that was on the same connecting flight. And she was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> wh- are we stranded in Houston, Texas? 
we finally get to well it is how late is it at this point it's well in houston it's like 10 no 9 p.m yeah so, no, so we landed around people are like PM. not really working no yeah so yeah we get to check in for american airlines which is the airline that the connecting was on no one there we're like okay we're like actually stranded yeah we go to baggage claim and finally we find like one rep and of course this is like the shitty part about traveling you get really frustrated but most of the time it's not the person's yeah. fault that you're talking to like yeah. with any customer service and i've worked in customer service before so i knew going into it like i have to be very level-headed here and it's not american airways it's not their issue it's british's fault and um british was closed of course by the time we're like because they were sleeping in fucking britain (laughs) in the uk they were just nighty night like waking up for their morning (laughs) sleeping with a smile on their face while we were just stranded in the houston (laughs) airport and I was like, please, you know please what? mind you, this is the day before Tara's birthday. This is like oh, yeah. hours okay. before okay. Tara's birthday. Also, hours before my birthday, all I fucking wanted to do was sleep in my own goddamn bed. And of course, no, they had to just fuck me over. And I was in Houston, yeah. Texas. So Danny and I last minute got a hotel. And then we found out that our flight was actually at 7 a.m. So we had to be back at the airport at 5 a.m. So literally, we like got to the hotel, ate, showered. It was my birthday. I was like, fuck, I'm 24. And then <laughs> fell asleep for two hours, three hours, woke up, went straight back to the goddamn airport, boarded our flight, finally made it to LAX. And then I had to drive from LA all the way to San Diego. And that's just, you know, that's how it goes. Happy birthday. 36 hours. It was because both of us were flying home the same because I went to Portland. Yeah. As we do. And I was like, have a safe flight home. Have a safe so, trip home. So bad. It was just. It was terrible. You didn't get home until 4 Yeah, and it was PM. a 36-hour travel day. Because yeah. well, that's even factoring in we had to take the tube yeah. in London. So yeah. that was like a whole so thing, too. It was, it was a nightmare. So that was my cry. Yeah. That's a long cry. But in retrospect, I have too many highs. So yeah. it's really like I can't complain that hard. It wasn't that bad. Um, but my high, I think for the whole, well, obviously this weekend was fucking amazing. I love all of my girlfriends and if anything too, I was really thinking about it. I have been single for three years now and this is why, like, I'm realizing that there's always a positive to a negative or something that you think is a negative. Like being single gives you the freedom to make the best friendships that you could have like I could have never asked for better friends like I have such great people in my life and um sometimes having a boyfriend can pull you away from that and not that that's a bad thing but it's yeah the truth (laughs) so I'm just really thankful for that so um yeah this past weekend was amazing and um everyone that reached out for my birthday was just so sweet and birthdays always bring back like some little nostalgia so there's some people that kind of slid in and you're like okay hello nice to talk to you again (laughs) (laughs) always one but um yeah so birthday was good and then for the trip we just had like one of those mama mia experiences in portugal and just um went to like an old city and it was just so like romantic and my friend Lauren kissed the tut tut driver for five years <laughs> off our ride. It was just like Classic. so. It was just a romance. It was a rom com, very yeah. uh, girl trip. Um, 
we called it mild girl summer because we were so like we weren't like the craziest thing that happened was one yeah. kissing that tut driver like we weren't going on this trip to be wild we were just so it was just so yeah. wholesome it was great so that's my whole spiel um i mean i have lots of other stories but i'm sure we're, we're gonna, gonna hear all that it's one. not about me here <laughs> this is actually we actually just changed the podcast topic to tara traveling tara traveling and everything about tara everything that tara started did. her own podcast which is everything about her <laughs> So it's fine. Uh, well, it's Caitlin, fine. you want to introduce our topic for the yeah, night? Now that so we've, I'm, I'm I mean, excited about exa- this. I've exhausted my. Yeah. Topic, so but. now everyone's left, but so now we'll start our topic. <laughs> but so I'm really excited about this topic. We actually had someone um, message us and ask us for this topic. Oh so my this god! Was a fan pick. So that was super cool. Um, so I'm just gonna give like the actual definition. So our topic today is imposter syndrome. Which if literally you got... okay. Also, Caitlin was like, "I'm thinking of this topic," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm intrigued." <laughs> I told her all that. She's like, "Yeah, we'll do that." I was like, "Do you want me to think of anything else?" She's like, "No, no, that's fine." I'm like, "Okay." I feel like I'm, I don't know. Did you watch All Friends? No. Oh, like Monica's like planning all of this stuff for Chandler, like all of these jobs that he could start, and then she like picks like and she alphabet like alphabetizes oh. them and then like the first one is a advertising he's like yeah i'll do advertising and she has like all the other stuff planned, and she's like oh 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 that's okay we can do Are advertising sure? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how i felt you're like is that okay yeah okay, we'll just do fine. the first one so the definition of imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of exposing themselves as a fraud i'm a so fraud. I thought, I just thought this was a good topic for, I think, especially people our age, because yeah. I think a lot of times when we're going into a new job or basically anything, it's really easy to feel like, I don't belong here. Yeah. Like, I'm I, not, I I'm the not dumbest qualified. person here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah 100%. And I know for me, at least, um, just like diving into it, like my job, I am probably the youngest yeah, person. I think that there's probably like five of us that are. 22, 23 out of, like, the 200-something of us. Yeah. Just because there's so many, like, we're a techie company, too. Yeah. So there's, like, multiple layers of that. Like, my last job had nothing to do with tech. Yeah. I have no tech experience whatsoever. Yeah. So I'm, like, the youngest. I don't have the tech experience. So, like, I was hired with a group of, like, six or seven of us, and everyone else there had some kind of account management, tech, or was older experience i have a quick question yes when you applied to this job yeah did you already have the mindset of i'm not qualified for this it was but like i'm just gonna it's was, a reach it Let was it was a reach because okay. it sounded too like my i have like i love my job so much it, there's so many perks where it's like unlimited pto and everyone's super nice and i work remote a lot and it was one of those things where i applied on a whim on linkedin because it was one of those easy apply jobs oh yeah where you literally are like okay i, I have all every time i applied to one of those i'm like they're never gonna read this. i was like they're not gonna <laughs> reach out to me because there was and i think i've always had that kind of like low self-esteem i'm like there's nothing special about me like i feel like i have a very plain thing but i also think it's because right, i look well, at myself off, all the okay. time <laughs> look, see, as I look see, at my, this is, yeah exactly this is, yeah so and it was so it was really cool so my company every friday has this thing called the show and tell and they actually have this as one of their topics. So two people will talk for about an hour mm-hmm. and just, like, talk about, like, how they've experienced it. Usually it's about something techie, but this time they're like, no, we should 
talk about imposter syndrome. And it was really cool because the people even higher up in the company who had worked in tech for years and years were like, yeah, I just felt like very out of place because everything's just so competitive now for us too yeah like i feel like our age there's always someone that's more qualified than you like yeah all of us were kind of fed that from a young age um i mean it's hard because we also came from the generation of everyone gets a participation trophy 100 and so you get that side where there's people who think that they are the shit yeah and then you get the kids that were raised with the okay, like, someone's going to be working harder than you. Like, you need to yeah. step it up mentality. So, I don't know. Like, depending on who you are, there might be parts of your life where you do expect a trophy and other parts yeah. of your life where you're like, I'm not fucking – Yeah. I'm not qualified And for I this. think that's honestly pre-college for most people because yeah, yeah. it's pr- – like, I mean, I've uh, – most of my friends are in AP. I just think that's how it works in at least San Marcos. Like, everyone in AP classes is together and everyone yeah. not. It's just not – like, you just – super separated yeah which it shouldn't be but it is yeah, it is yeah um so i know for me like i was like top five percent of my class yeah but then when you're going like both of us went to uci like cool everyone's top five percent yeah and i remember like even though like i'd gotten into the school and like was in a good major stuff i was like i don't know if i'm smart enough to be here like i was in a chem class and i was like i don't like i remember calling mom being like i don't know if i deserve to be here like these people are smart, smart. yeah and i think that's it kind of had like a another feeling of that when i started my new job because i was like oh there's people in my group who were like 35 just have so much more experience i was like i've had one other job like real job right for a year I'm like i can't put job juice and also my, well and, yeah, and also like i know that a lot of people's like first real job too you start becoming embarrassed of that even where you're yeah. like i don't want to be telling people that i did this like i yeah. i i want to be better but i have to start somewhere yeah well, because so. I think we've talked about this before, Duru. It's like, take the first job you get offered. Yeah. Because, like, I was worried I wasn't going to get another job. Yeah, that's what happened to me, too. I said, I, I need to pay rent. Yeah. And I need a job now. And I'm not going to risk waiting another couple weeks, couple yeah. months. So, like, I know some people that job search for four or five months. Like, yeah. I, I needed a job that second. So, I mean, it's hard because you, you want to take the best opportunity given to you but sometimes you do need to have that first job be something that's the yeah. stepping stone but yeah i think kind of same thing for well yeah no same thing for me too i mean studying dance my whole life it it's like a competition in it's hard because that was a competition but then when it came to like intelligence i was very insecure that people thought i was dumb especially because I was blonde and, and a dancer and a dan- yeah just like all of the things so I was a little bit shy and reserved and I think that part of that was because I was scared to speak my mind and for people to say I was dumb or that I was wrong or so I just and like fulfill that yeah so I think when it came to me getting into a university and going to a university a lot of the dancers were so and like all of us were so incredibly intelligent but did have a slight like chip on our shoulder about people judging us for well, people, having if an you art- get dieselist people are going to be like well it's because you're a dancer right exactly. and they don't understand the amount of work you right, put into right that. and it's like artistic intelligence is a little bit uh, underlooked and it's yeah. it it's a different kind of intelligence yeah. and I do have 
I have other ways of expressing my emotions and my intelligence. Yeah. How many times can I say intelligence? But um, <laughs> we get it. You're intelligent. But okay. Yeah. But I think that was a big thing for me. And so when I would have to take GEs with a lot of other majors, I think I started catching on to people, you know, judging dance majors or yeah. other art majors, which made me a little bit insecure too, which I think fed my imposter syndrome. Kind yeah. of like I, I don't belong at UCI. Yeah. I don't belong in this class. If I get an A, it's not because I was smart enough to get an A. It was because I was maybe lucky. Or lucky, whatever. yeah. It, and that was really hard, too, because when it came down to me pulling away from dance and looking into getting a full-time job in the workforce, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's no fucking way I can compete against yeah. any other major because how is an employer going to look at my degree and say, let me hire the dance major over the econ major like of course the econ major is going to get the job and I think the biggest thing that I learned when I started applying and interviewing was that my my dance degree gave me more than just my artistic yeah um or just I was able to open up to people in a different way. I was able to communicate with people differently. I was more personable. And I think that the employers saw that in me in comparison to like maybe an econ major. And not to say that an econ major can't be um, funny. And I mean, obviously, like (laughs) you were (laughs) the opposite major of me. No, yeah, no. But I... I did start to notice that my friends that weren't wanting to pursue dance full time, like we were still getting hired in the same positions as people with the same or like the opposite major. And like I have some friends that are in sales or um, communications, marketing and like doing a lot of other very niche occupations that probably required a degree and they don't have one, but they were hired. Mm -hmm. So I was hired as a front desk, um, front desk girl at a resort right out of college. And I know that that didn't need like specific, like a specific background, but to me, it also needed a lot of organizational skills, like things that I felt like I had, but I, it's hard, it's hard to say like what. I guess dance gave me versus like my personality but I think that on paper I couldn't sell myself but then in person I could yeah um and then fast forward I mean here I am now as a graphic designer and I kind of took a leap of faith and just was like I guess I will learn it yeah I'll, I'll learn as I go and I've been in this job for about a year and a half now and I feel like I'm finally at a place where I can just like do my shit, get my work done, turn it in, feel very confident about it. But it wasn't always like that. And yeah. there's people that got their degrees in graphic design and are trying to find a job. And here I am. Yeah. Do you ever feel like, like a fraud? Did you ever? Did, yeah, I was going to ask. Like, did you ever feel like that? A, just because you like weren't a graphic yeah. design major and also like maybe like, oh, well, my dad. Yeah. Like maybe that, like I those think two that things. Was, and that was also, I think it's like, a, it's an insecurity thing. And really, I think it comes down to that too, is that a lot of people won't admit that they're insecure about the mm-hmm. career path that they're in but most people are like all of us want to be stable and to make enough money to support ourselves yeah. and hopefully a family enjoy in the future it. and enjoy our life 
yeah and enjoy yeah. our um our work too and I definitely was insecure about taking a job offer from my dad um because I was a worried that people were going to judge me for it b people would assume that I got the job just because it was my dad yeah. and now I'm like learning that I had all of the tools and the experience in other aspects yeah. um through dance through my front desk jobs like countless front desk jobs in college and post college mm-hmm. um that were like supplemented my yeah. ability to learn like while yeah. working full time and also if people knew your dad your dad wouldn't have hired you if he didn't believe oh, you. he's not like one of those dads that would have just like yeah. held your hand like i just don't know if she's gonna get like if he didn't think right, he, that yeah. you could do it he would have he would have been like well that you're shit out of luck yeah so go back to san diego tara <laughs> <laughs> san diego would have loved to have me back honestly Did you work there for like four months yeah most of my jobs i worked there for four months <laughs> not to say i left all of them i did i've never been fired but uh i think the longest i've worked somewhere other than this job currently was i worked at a cycling studio oh, yeah, for a year but that was like part-time front desk it wasn't like a full-time yeah. job um but yeah most jobs i've only worked there for like four months <laughs> that's right my sh- the shortest length of a job i've had is a year and a half yeah no like i get so fucking over it, I, I get stuck <laughs> oh my god no i'm like more like get the fuck i need yeah. to get the fuck out of here um my god that's so funny yeah there's this um it's kind of like a surf shop that is only in san diego called san diego and i was a sales Clever. rep there where what am i saying sales rep <laughs> you were not i was not a sales rep <laughs> i was like oh so i was we're a just, fucking i was sales like oh associate. so we're just lying now <laughs> And here I go. I'm going to lie about my... I'm on, an inter- I'm, I'm on an interview. <laughs> I was like, who I'm, are you I'm lying so to? so much experience. I was no, like, I, I saw you at the sold, outlet. I fucking sold clothes to people. I said... And three, she would not answer three. the phone. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Brian. Brian was my key leader or i was always fucking working with him and i swear he was probably he was probably 27 but for sure thought i was hot he was like oh this girl how old are you 15 no i was 17 turning 18 soon but he was like oh this girl's gonna be hot so he just poked like poked fun at me every single fucking day and we had little like uh earpieces and he would like call me to the back to do something stupid like he was just one of those like key leaders that just fucked with you and he knew I was afraid of the phones, which, I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert, I'm not anymore, but I was terrified of phones when I was in high school. I just, like, didn't like talking on the phone. Um, I think it has to do with me. And you know how I was talking about how I, I was afraid to, like, voice my opinions and I was very shy? Yes. I think it all, like, wrapped up into, like, yeah. I just... I feel, you, well, you also are, like, I. we weren't very close, like, when yeah. you were younger, but I feel like everyone's told me, oh, yeah, she's much more outgoing now. So yeah. I think it's also a layer of that, like, you were much more shy I was reserved. very shy, and I think people that picked up on that were like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with this girl, yeah. because she... I needed people to push me yeah. a little bit harder, so I'm glad that Brian did. But, uh, yeah, he, I would be in the back folding clothes and he would call me to the front to answer the phone. Like the store was huge. So shout out Brian. <laughs> Don't know his last name. <laughs> you Anyways, made me who please, I am today. Please, please visit your local San Diego. <laughs> visit your local San Diego for. What do you have? Lots of brands. I don't know. We have clothing. and We had 
Oh my god, I also had I was a huge fraud at San Diego. I would brag about uh penny boards and like how I would I was like a skater. Mind you, I am fucking clumsy. Like I can't even throw a goddamn frisbee. That is always on my dating app, by the way, if you're single. <laughs> And you can't throw. And you're within either. 25 miles, and you're over six foot three. Because yeah. that's the only way she'll see you. What? Okay, no, I'm gonna. We're getting off topic. One time, we were both on Bubble, and Tara goes, "Oh my god, I ran out of men." And I was like, "How? Yeah, I, I how? Run There's out so often. many men here." And she was like, "I don't know. I I don't know how I ran." And I looked, and I was like, "You can only you you only hook up with people six three and above." And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I'm not. And trying I was to like, set myself well, up for failure. So they did like here. one person she swiped, and they were gone. No more people. No. Well, that's why I'm not. I deleted everything because that kept happening. Anyways, we digress. Anyways, you will not find Tara on a dating app unless you're six four. Sorry. A six three. Six three. Sorry. Sometimes I change it to six two. <laughs> but yeah, I can't throw a frisbee. So what I'm saying is, I'm trying full circle. Oh, I would sell kids <laughs> penny boards. And fucking talk about how I would, I have a penny board and I skate around Carlsbad. So Tara's an actual imposter. So that's the difference. Yes. I have imposter Holy. syndrome. Tara is, is an, an imposter. imposter. What do we found out? Oh, God. We've really come full circle. All right. Well, I'm going to loop back to this topic. <laughs> okay, go back. We're talking Circle about back. our actual podcast. <laughs> but what I was saying before about, like, how you're dad wouldn't have hired you if you weren't weren't qualified it all comes back to like that where it's like you wouldn't be where you were unless you earned it yeah i think it like takes like drilling that into you it does and having really good friends to remind you of that too i think that when you're feeling down on yourself about like i don't know if you're missing deadlines yeah not because you're not trying or you know yeah. um you're getting reprimanded for just comparing yourself to other comparing people. yourself to people or even honestly even if you don't get hired somewhere like i feel like we get beat down time and time again about yeah. like things will happen for you when it's right and when you like there's someone that i know right now that has been applying places for the past four or five months yeah and he still hasn't found a job. He, yeah. like, broke his foot. Like, all of this stuff yeah. keeps happening to him. And it's just, like, you're not a fraud because you're pursuing something that you're not getting. It's, like, yeah. it's just, that's how life works sometimes. Yeah. And it, it's not to discredit you. Like, maybe you just need to, like, kind of just change your mentality. Or, like, put your, your energy mentality. towards something else. Yeah. Or, like reevaluate what you're doing yeah like there's obviously something going wrong if like yeah nothing there's a difference between someone that gets life handed to them and i think that that's what a lot of people are worried about where like people are gonna think i don't deserve this if you're somewhere up like yeah making a lot of money or i don't know like you are given this like very nice gift like there's i think yeah i think people get really uncomfortable about good things in their life rather than celebrating them yeah and then also on the flip side of it if a lot of bad things are happening to you and nothing feels like it's going right like what do i do to deserve this like it's not life doesn't just i mean there's some people that do have bad luck and some people that have great luck but i don't think that it means 
that you're a bad person or a good person. Yeah. It just like kind of happens that way. And I mean, I'm, I kind of, I grew up in a Christian household and I don't want to like get yeah. all like religious. I'm not, I don't practice any specific faith. Yeah. But in a way it's like people do say like, oh, it's God's will or like it's your path. And it's like, yeah. sometimes you do have great things that happen to you and yeah. you have bad things that happen to you. And yeah. Where you are right now is where you yeah. need to be. I think that's the biggest thing people, especially even tell you after a breakup, like, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. And, like, yeah. as like on the amount of people who told me that whenever yeah. I, like, didn't get a job or, like, stuff like that, I was just like, shut the fuck Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, it's true because there was a few jobs I applied for and, like, just didn't work out. Like, the pay didn't work out, all that kind of stuff. And then... I, like, got this job, and I was like, okay, I'm glad I stuck it out. Yes. Because I was, like, one one failed job interview, I guess, closer to this yeah. job. And at least for this job, I was worried just because, I obviously, there's so many people in my company, and I'm just like, okay, I'm the youngest, and I'm the least experienced, stuff like that. And I remember I, like, our, I think it's, like, our COO is my mentor. So I was, like, talking to him, and he was like, I just want you to know that. 200 people were interviewed and you two were hired. Yeah. So you can't be that bad because yeah. I was just, I have a lot of anxiety. Yeah. So I was just, I was just like, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like I'm the dumbest person here because there were six of us going through like probation. So I was like, sometimes I just feel like I am like, yeah. I, 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 cause we're on probation. I'm like, I just feel like I'm dumb. I just feel like I'm not yeah. worthy well, of being Especially when you're not. When you're learning a job, you have yeah. to be so easy on yourself. Yes. And, and I'm a little it, bit of a perfectionist. Totally. And it takes, like yeah. like I said, I've been working for my dad's company, or my mom and dad's company for a year and a half, yeah. and I'm finally, getting the right groove. now, yeah. getting into a group of feeling like I know what I'm doing. I still have to ask a ton of questions a day. Yeah. And that was extremely uncomfortable for me yeah. to come to terms with, where like I... I don't know if I'm ever going to be in the place where I can just do this and not rely on yeah. anyone. And I I don't know if any occupation, honestly, that you can do that unless you're a fucking perf- perfect yeah. person and no one's perfect. Yeah. So I th- you're always learning. Yeah. And, and that's another thing because, like, we were talking about this yesterday. I'm like, it's really hard for me to ask for help. Yeah. Because, like, so at least, like, I know asking questions is part of the learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, like feel like asking for help is like not failing but it means that i can't do it on my own right which means i'm not good enough to be doing the job right which is not actually at least for like the job i'm doing like account management it's kind of like a fail to succeed so you have to learn by your failures and i'm not someone who likes to fail right so it was like very frustrating for me to be like well i don't i was like then i'm clearly not good at this and they're like yeah it's just how you learn i'm like yeah that's not how i think also the more that we're talking about this, I'm just like, I get frustrated for like my past self that did really feel like a fraud or an imposter in whatever I was doing. And really, I think it comes down to the fear of judgment. And yeah. it's like, who the fuck, ca- like really yeah. who cares? Yes. No one's looking at you wondering why you're here they're looking yeah. at themselves why, wondering why they're like everyone everyone's cares more thinking, about themselves than right yeah. everyone's thinking that they don't deserve to be there and if not like honestly most people are narcissistic and that's like <laughs> kind of the world we live in so 
I think if you spend so much time worrying about what other people are thinking of you and if you belong there or not, you're also wasting time learning what you should be doing or how to be better at what you're doing. And so I think if I could honest, if I could give myself advice, even just like being a teenager, like I wish when I was in the dance studios, like I just wish that I would would have stopped looking at everyone around me and feeling like I didn't belong in this class or under this professor, like whoever it was, like it, everything in my life brought me to where I was in that moment. And it's the same thing for me right now is that if I didn't put all that work in, in the past being a dancer, I wouldn't have the same motivation and charisma that I do now. Like it's just shown in different ways. Yeah. And And focus on your own accomplishments not yeah. people around you because I think especially and we've talked about social media before yeah it's like just comparing yourself to everyone else truly being like yeah. even like in a friend would be like do I even deserve to have like this group of friends like I feel like I'm the least successful one right or stuff like that and yeah. just stuff like that I mean and especially women are always comparing themselves to each other it's just been yeah. like how we've been raised and yeah. I could go on and on about that yeah it's just like it's always been a competition yeah and it doesn't have to be. I mean, yeah. they talk about that all the time. There's, like, a million quotes about that. Like, you know, like, ev- all women can succeed. You don't need to, like, push each other down. You can all rise up. I know, But I think yeah. we're just raised in a set. It, I mean, everyone's raised in the way where it's, like, very competitive. Like, be the top of your class. Do this. Do that. Yeah. So it's very easy when you're not to be like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. Yeah. And just giving yourself a break to yeah to really be grateful and look at your accomplishments with joy and like a sense of accomplishment and being proud and I think that comes with us also not not saying that to other people too is that Mm -hmm. like when your friends succeed instead of using that as like oh I like I need to work harder it's like it's no, not take ammo. Time. It's yeah, like... take time to congratulate them and to celebrate them too because the more praise people get for their accomplishments, yeah. I think the more they'll feel like they do belong. Yeah. Um, the friend that I just visited overseas goes to school at Oxford. And holy shit, going on that campus, walking those halls, going in those buildings and seeing... Like how inferior the kind of like yeah, yeah, the kind of history that's there. And then listening to her talk and just belittle the work that she's done. Great. This woman is just... Brilliant. Brilliant brilliant human being. Brilliant. Like, just... Yeah. Beautiful, brilliant human being. It's sweet. Disgusting. Yeah. It's annoying as hell, but she's... We love her. Yeah. And it's just shocking because since she's in this concentrated environment of success, she doesn't take that much time to pull herself out of it and realize how she's in the one percent like or like the point zero 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 one percent of the population and that she's comparing herself to the point zero 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 one percent of the population and if she were to take more time to do that i think she would honestly be happier yeah and the more time she's spending comparing herself i think she is feeling like she's never going to get to where she wants to be yeah and that's what's just so crazy is that of course that everyone that's watching her just from afar is like oh work her ass off they're like how successful she is yeah just give her a couple years she'll be like president yeah it's just it's insane so 
uh, I think that if we took enough time to celebrate our friends and not just wait for them to belittle themselves yeah. and then be like, oh, wait, what are you talking about? I've always thought this, this, and this of you. Like, don't wait for someone to yeah. reach out and be like, I feel terrible about this yeah. aspect of my life. Like, say it when you feel it and when yeah. you see it. And, um, yeah, don't wait for someone to ask yeah. for help, too. It's like, I, I think with her it's like I my friend Danny and I that flew out to see her it's like we of course like yeah we wanted to go and see her and to her it meant so much like she honestly we had so many like amazing conversations where she was like I genuinely didn't feel like I deserved like this kind of friendship because I haven't been good about reaching Mm -hmm. out and staying in touch or you know but I don't really think that that's a factor like yeah. you shouldn't it that's not really how like friendship works and so um yeah I think and not to like now we're circling back to like having good friends but I think that it all it comes it comes down to being very content and um proud of yourself and yeah. being okay with saying good things yeah. about yourself and feeling confident enough to yeah. just yeah. and just being help, yeah, aware be of your accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. accomplishments. Yeah. Can't accomplish that. Um, <laughs> accomplishments. I know for, I speaking. have that issue all the time where I'm just like very bad about giving myself. Yes, you are. Recognition. I will be first. So yeah. Tara's like, you that. are really bad at that. That's true. That's good, good job, Caitlin. Because <laughs> I know at You're least so for, I mean, I feel like I've had that in most parts of my life because I've had it like in school I had I've had it during my job. I've definitely had it during my presidency. Yeah. I think that was like there were multiple days where I was like, I do not deserve to be yeah, in my sorority. Yeah. I'm like, there's I because I just feel like people voted for me and it's their fault and i I'm so sorry and I shouldn't be here. Your that makes me so sad priority. to hear. But then I got a plaque that said outstanding president that I was like, Hey, I didn't do that bad. <laughs> I'm not a That's, failure. It's literally at the end when you realize you're like, oh, I actually. It's when you reflect on things. Like I reflect on, in high school, I was my entire group of friends was we all end up going to season. I was just like, oh, maybe I just don't deserve to like, go to because I didn't get into like it was like UCLA or something. And I was yeah, like, I just am not smart. I think we also focus on the bad. Yeah, I think that's 100%. that's something that really, if I could give just one focus for the week yeah for people is just like try to count how many times they're negative throughout the day and they'll realize especially about yourself it's just like bullshit thoughts yeah that take up too much space in your brain and most of them don't matter all of them don't matter yeah even if like i mean a negative being you got stuck in traffic and you were five minutes to get me and get yeah. coffee with someone like that fucking doesn't matter that yeah. person i'm sure doesn't you apologize care. it's fine it's fine Not move on um and i think i'm i've gotten a lot better at that for sure like i'm you've gotten more easy chill. going <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it's almost not i have to be at work i need to go debatably <laughs> too chill but i think that it's also i mean here i go i'm gonna toot my own horn in, yeah. in a way but you know who tara just, loves tara i love me <laughs> I think that I'm because I'm so chill and confident, but also like I have my flaws about I'm not always confident, but I think that's why I have such very true like minded friends because I think that that attracts that kind of friendship. And the more 
confidence and positivity that you radiate, like, the more attractive it is yeah. for other people. And I feel like I always knew that, but I, especially a couple of years ago when I was probably in my, my darkest place yeah. in life thus far, I didn't want to put in the work to be there. I just wanted it to happen, and it doesn't happen overnight. And um, to feel, like, very comfortable in like your own skin and then also like your career path and Mm -hmm. the relationships you have like you need to put you need to face yourself and put the the work in well imposter syndrome it like stems from insecurity yeah and that's like the biggest thing and like i know that's something i deal with yeah more than you because you love yourself just so so much (laughs) we're trying every day tara's like i me and tara weren't very close and college and i remember i was like i don't know you always just look so confident all the time and she was like yeah fake it till you make it and i was like oh is that i faked okay. it the whole fucking time yeah and i still fake it but i think it's just more true because i um i spend more time alone so i just i'm like okay you feel this way like i yeah I'm, every day i'm like you are this you feel this way it's fine we digress we move forward it's fine <laughs> katie qualman got her a shirt that's just the Milky Way. Yeah. And then an arrow that says you are here. Because it's my favorite. Tara's thing is, I'm just a speck in the universe. I'm just a fucking speck. And not, I've, <laughs> I used to say this all the time in college and people were like, Tara, shut the fuck up. That's terrifying. <laughs> and I came home, I think it was for like a Christmas break yeah. or something. I said it to my parents and they were like, we're genuinely concerned <laughs> that you think you don't matter. And I'm like, it's the exact it's opposite. It's funny because... I know how you mean it. You're like, you mean like this doesn't matter, but then you're like, I'm just a speck in the I'm universe. I'm just a speck in the universe. I don't matter. And everyone's like, Jesus fucking, fucking Christ. Christ. That's so dark. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not, it's I'm not so saying that I don't personally, I know that I matter yeah. because I think so highly of myself yeah. and I know I deserve a lot, yeah. but I also know that I don't think people in 200 years are going to be studying me. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I truly I don't, but I know that whatever I do will progress our, like, society yeah. to be where it is in 200 years. So, like, I I find comfort in that. Yeah. I don't need to know. Like, it's just what I'm doing I know is benefiting other people, and, like, that's all I really care about. So, if really you just, like, recognize that every, like, good deed or, like, good yeah. work that you do kind of, like matters it, it does matter but then also there's so many people that are also influencing the world yeah. that um, if something doesn't go right it's not it's not that big world. of a deal really a deal. and that and that's i think it's hard especially in our age because at least when you're older you reflect back and there's so many years yeah but for us it's like our core years we only have really to reflect back on the last five right. and that's a really big chunk of our life like yeah. it's like 20% of our life mm-hmm. and we're like god we I regret so much of that time and the, the I don't think we cared enough to really even think this way five years ago either yeah so it's like now that we're becoming more aware of how we've been living yeah. our life and like the amount of time we put into certain aspects of our life like I yeah there is room to start having some regrets but I think that's where people get stuck of like how do I change this? But really, like, you can't, so you can't change it. It's just, yeah. it is. So then there's no point in, like, dwelling yeah. on it. And it's just, 
spearheading yeah. the future and like moving forward and you deserve the good things that come to you yeah you deserve the good job if you applied and you got it yeah that means that they wanted you for a reason exactly you deserve the relationship that you're in if it's a yeah. good one yeah if it's a bad if one, it's a bad one get the fuck out get the fuck out and it's like that's what i think is so interesting is that i think people when bad things happen to them they also think have the same mentality of like yeah. i deserved this yeah where it's like Absolutely okay, not. well, no, you didn't. It's just that's also what happens. Like, yeah. there's the ebbs and flows of life. Like, yeah. you're going to have some shitty days. There would be no good days without the shitty yeah. ones. So work through the shitty time to earn yeah. the better time. And so it's about, like, yes, when good things happen, like, you earned that because you worked towards that. There's going to be a good thing that will happen yeah. eventually. Um, wow. We're so insightful. Tara loves herself so much. <laughs> no, I sound like such a fucking bitch. No. <laughs> oh my god, she totally is a Oh my god, I'm not. No. I <laughs> But wow. This was so amazing. This is you picked a great topic. Caitlin, no, you did pick a great topic. <laughs> I need your words of affirmation at all times. I loved this topic, Caitlin. <laughs> Thank you. Also, the fact that a listener sent it in makes know, me really happy, really too. I know. Thank you. It's really cute. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We really yeah. Oh, my gosh. It. Thank you, guys. Yeah. On a way lighter note, I'm <laughs> I'm beaming. We have <laughs> our own mic now. This whole time. <laughs> Tara, <laughs> I've had my, my little was like, does Tara ever share the mic with you? Because I guess you're like always a little bit louder. Than yes. Me. Well, I've. Caitlin, I'm and I was like, I've, yeah, but she also yells, so it's not my fault. Okay, in my fucking defense, every single time we record, I cut. Well, we we balance out the work. We're like, I cut the music and like kind of put it yeah. or the track, and I put it together. Caitlin does a lot of the social, and like we've been talking about like how we're gonna progress this and like yeah. even it out eventually. And every time I cut it, Kaylin's not here, and I get so pissed because I'm a perfectionist <laughs> when it comes to what you guys are hearing, and I'm always overpowering her, and it is not, I'm like, I feel so bad because I'm like, I'm not trying, oh my god, so I'm just, I can't even yeah. explain, like, how happy I am that we each have our own mic now, yeah. and I can turn your volume up. She's going to my voice turn me just- off. It's just a monologue. <laughs> no! <laughs> Make me out to sound like a crazy. Just if anyone knew us in real life, then they know that that's not the case I am at all. also. Kaylin is very loud. I think I just genuinely what it is. I think it's dance, dance. Like I were recording, yeah. so I'm like, okay, I'm on. Yeah, and I like five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I like turn it on, and that's not my intention, but that's what's yeah. happened a little bit in the past. We're <laughs> making progress. I think every time we record, we get, get better. better and better. Yeah. Um. And we do have a lot of very loyal followers I know. and listeners. Very sweet. And you guys are so sweet. And I we just, it. yeah, very much appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is at MMA pod. And I'm on Instagram <laughs> at T E R R A A N N D E A L. That's my name spelled out. 
if you want to see all of her pictures from London and Portugal. Yeah. And look at the trip I was going to take in December. The trip that Caitlin <laughs> almost took. Yeah. <laughs> the trip that could have been. Bitch. God, fuck. If you want to follow me, at KJoy3Wise. There it is. Yeah, button. that's perfect. KJoy3Wise. And we will talk to you next Tuesday. See you guys. Thanks so much. Love you. Bye. 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 Uh-huh.